Today is the ninth day of February, and welcome to the Coffee and Morning Prayers podcast. I invite you to pull up a chair, settle down with your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and join me in prayer. Now let us begin our day. From the rising of the sun to its setting, my name shall be great among the nations, and in every place incense shall be offered to my name, and a pure offering, for my name shall be great among the nation, says the Lord of hosts. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us say together the Vanity. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Oh, that today you would hearken to his voice. Psalms for the Ninth Day Evening Prayer Psalms 47, 48, 49 Clap your hands, all you peoples. Shout to God with a cry of joy. For the Lord Most High is to be feared. He is the great King over all the earth. He subdues the people under us and the nations under our feet. He chooses our inheritance for us, the pride of Jacob whom he loves. The God has gone up with a shout, the Lord with the sound of the ram's horn. Sing praises to God, sing praises. Sing praises to our King, sing praises. For God is King over all the earth. Sing praises with all your skill. God reigns over the nations. God sits upon his holy throne. The nobles of the peoples are gathered together with the peoples of the God of Abraham. The rulers of the earth belong to God, and he is highly exalted. Great is the Lord and highly to be praised in the city of our God in his holy hill. Beautiful and lofty, the joy of all the earth is the hill of Zion, the very center of the world and the city of a great king. God is in her citadels. He is known to be her sure refuge. Behold, the kings of the earth assembled and marched forward together. They looked and were astounded. They retreated and fled in terror. Trembling seized them there. They writhed like a woman in childbirth, like ships of the sea where the east wind shattered them. As we have heard, so have we seen. And the city of the Lord of hosts is the city of our God. God has established her forever. We have waited in silence on your loving kindness, O God. 
in the midst of your temple? Your praise, like your name, O God, reaches to the world's end. Your right hand is full of justice. Let Mount Zion be glad and the cities of Judah rejoice because of your judgments. Make the circuit of Zion walk round about her. Count the numbers of her towers. Consider well her bulwarks. Examine her strongholds that you may tell those who come after. This God is our God forever and ever. He shall be our guide forevermore. Hear this, all you peoples. Hearken, all you who dwell in the Lord. You of high decree and low, rich and poor together, my mouth shall speak of wisdom, and my heart shall meditate on understanding. I will incline my ear to a proverb, and set forth my riddle upon the harp. Why should I be afraid in evil days, when the wickedness of those at heels surround me? the wickedness of those who have put their trust in their goods and boast on their great riches. We can never ransom ourselves or deliver to God the price of our life. For the ransom of our life is so great that we should never have enough to pay it. In order to live forever and ever and never see the grave. For we see that the wise die also like the dull and stupid they perish and leave their wealth to those who come after them. Their graves shall be their home forever, their dwelling places from generation to generation, though they call the lands after their own names. Even though honored, they cannot live forever. They are like the beasts that perish. Such is the way of those who foolishly trust in themselves and the end of those who delight in their own words. Like a flock of sheep, they are destined to die, death in their shepherd. They go down straightway to the grave. Their form shall waste away, and the land of the dead shall be their home. But God will ransom my life. He will snatch me from the grasp of death. Do not be envious when some become rich or when the grandeur of their house increases for they will carry nothing away at their death, nor will their grandeur follow them. Though they thought highly of themselves while they lived and were praised for their successes, they shall join the company of their forebearers who will never see the light again. Those who are honored but have no understanding are like the beasts that perish. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Seek the Lord while he wills to be found. Call upon him when he draws near. Let the wicked forsake their ways and the evil ones their thoughts. And let them turn to the Lord, and he will have compassion, and to our God, for he will richly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. 
For as rain and snow fall from the heavens and return not again, but water the earth, bringing forth life and giving growth, seed for sowing and bread for eating, so is my word that goes forth from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but it will accomplish that which I have purposed and prosper in that for which I sent it. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews, chapter 12, beginning at the third verse. Consider Jesus, who endured such hostility against himself from sinners, so that you may not grow weary or lose heart. In your struggle against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood. And you have forgotten the exhortation that addresses you as children. My child, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord or lose heart that you would be punished by him. For the Lord disciplines those whom he loves and chastises every child whom he accepts. Endure trials for the sake of discipline. God is treating you as children, for what child is there whose parent does not discipline? If you do not have that discipline in which all children share, then you are illegitimate and not his children. Moreover, we had human parents to discipline us, and we respected them. Should we not be even more willing to be subject to the Father of spirits and live? For they disciplined us for a short time, as seemed best to them. But he disciplines us for our good, in order that we may share his holiness. Now discipline always seems painful rather than pleasant at the time, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Splendor and honor and kingly power are yours by right, O Lord our God, for you created everything that is and by your will they were created and have their being. And yours by right, O Lamb that was slain, for with your blood you have redeemed for God, from every family, language, people, and nation, a kingdom of priests to serve our God. And so to him who sits upon the throne, and to Christ the Lamb, be worship and praise, dominion and splendor, forever and forevermore. A Reflection for Friday of the Week of Four Epiphany A reading from The Educator by Clement of Alexandria, priest, in the year 210. Our Lord once revealed very clearly to us what is to be understood by the name Little Child. When a dispute arose among the apostles as to which of them was greater, Jesus stood a little child in their midst and said, Whoever would be lowly, become like this little child, is of greater importance to the kingdom of heaven. Hence, he does not mean by little child one who has not yet reached the age of reason because of immaturity, as some have thought. Similarly, when he says, Unless you become like little children, you shall not enter the kingdom of God. His words must not be mistaken to mean without learning. We are not little ones in the sense that we 
roll on the ground and creep on the earth like serpents as we once did, crawling with our whole bodies about senseless lusts. On the contrary, we are little children in the sense that we stretch upwards with our minds and set loose from the world all our sins. We touch the earth only on the tips of our toes to appear to be in the world, but truly and purely to pursue holy wisdom. Although this seems folly to those whose soul is excited by evil. Hence, children, there are really those who know God alone as their father, who are simple little ones without guile. To these, surely, who have made progress in the world, who have proclaimed this utterance, bidding them to dismay the anxiety about the things of which the world and exhorting them to devote themselves to the Father alone in imitation of children. That is why he goes on to tell them, Enough, then, of worrying about tomorrow. Today has troubles enough of its own. He thus enjoins them to lay aside the cares of this life and depend on the Father alone. Whoever fulfills this command is in the reality a child and an heir both to God and to the world, to the world in the sense that one who has lost his wits, to God in the sense of one dearly beloved. Indeed, if the detractors of spiritual childhood call us foolish, see that they are really speaking evil of the Lord. They imply that those who seek the protection of God are lacking in intelligence. But if they themselves understand the designation children in its true and mandatory sense of innocent ones, we glory in that name. Children are indeed the new spirits who are infantile in the old folly, but have newly become wise and have sprung into being according to the new covenant. Only recently, in fact, has God become known by the coming of Christ. No one knows the Father but the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wishes to be revealed to him. Therefore, in consternation to the older people, the newer people are called young. For they have learned the new blessings, and we possess the exuberance of life's morning prime in this youth which knows no age. Indeed, we are even growing in maturity and intelligence, even young, even mild, ever new. For those who have become partakers of the word must necessarily be new themselves, and whatever partakes of eternity assumes, by that very fact, the qualities of the incorruptible. Hence the name childhood designates for us a lifelong springtime, since the truth which is in us as well as the habits saturated with the truth cannot be touched by old age. Surely, wisdom is ever blooming, ever fixed on the same truth, and never changing. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary, and suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, 
the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Save your people, O Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Lord, keep us from all sin today. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope, and we shall never hope in vain. Almighty God, whose most dear Son went up not to joy, but first he suffered pain and entered not into glory before he was crucified. Mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Almighty and eternal God, so draw our hearts to you, so guide our minds, so fill our imaginations, so control our wills, that we may be wholly yours, utterly dedicated unto you. And then use us, we pray you, as you will, and always to your glory and the welfare of your people. Through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth your hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you for the honor of your name. Amen. Accept, O Lord, our thanks and praise for all that you have done for us. We thank you for the splendor of the whole creation, for the beauty of this world, for the wonder of life, and for the mystery of love. We thank you for the blessing of family and friends and for the loving care which surrounds us on every side. We thank you for setting us at tasks which demand our best efforts and for leading us to accomplishments which satisfy and delight us. We thank you also for those disappointments and failures that lead us to acknowledge our dependence on you alone. Above all, we thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ, for the truth of his word and for the example of his life, for his steadfast obedience by which he overcame temptation, for his dying through which he overcame death, and for his rising to life again, in which we are raised to the life of your eternal kingdom. Grant us the gift of your Spirit, that we may know Christ and make him known, and through him, at all times and in all places, 
may give thanks to you in all things. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen.